Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Scanline Media's Gimmick Awards, our award ceremony for the games and anime of the year. Uh, we already did the anime one, so it's just going to be games here as we talk about the best new character for 2020. I'm Six Detmar. I'm Jennifer Uncle. I'm Kyrie Page. And we have a list here of uh, of characters that are pretty much new it's it's there are some it's going to be a little complicated for a few of them to talk about them but that's sure. why we're here is to have the conversation mm -hmm. um as a reminder uh we are going for one winner but a number of runners up that feels appropriate we will default to two runners up but you know doesn't doesn't necessarily be the case last last category we did we had three runners up so jen what are our, our nominees so we have Whisk from Cook Serve Delicious 3, Sakana from Sakana of Rice and Ruin, Daniel McKee Jackson from Empire of Sin, Lee or Leia from Crosscode, Raymond from Animal Crossing, Crimson Acid from Paradise Killer, Pauline Bonaparte from Banner of the Maid, Baron Bunny from Genshin Impact, Arakawa from Yakuza. Lady Zhu Rong from Total War Furious Wilds. And Henry Division, also from Paradise Killer. So we got two complicated ones here to discuss that, that we could theoretically disqualify. I don't know. Um, so the easy one is Lady Zhu Rong. Um, obviously, she's not a new character because she's been in you know, Dynasty Warriors games, and she's been in, of course, the book Three Kingdoms. Uh, she is new to Total War Three Kingdoms. Um, she is added in the Furious Wilds DLC. She is the, um, the descent, they say, they say the descendant of the Fire Goddess, and, uh, she's one of the non-mon people, and she's sick as fuck. Is she disqualified? Hmm. Um, I feel like well, Daniel McKee Jackson, is that one of the real well, life... We'll do, uh, that one. we'll do that one next, yeah. I, I was going to be like, okay. Um, I don't think being a real person necessarily disqualifies someone, nor do I think appearing in other media. Okay. Because... Because, yeah, D Daniel McKee Jackson from Empire Sin was a real human. Yeah. It could be that we are recognizing a interesting or fun interpretation of a already established person or character. And if okay. you feel that there is enough difference between Lady Jurong from previous, you know, from previous depictions, either from Dynasty Warriors or from the from the Three Kingdoms book, like if you think that it's interesting and they have done something cool with her character, that's I think that's worth celebrating. Okay, then yeah. Not disqualified. No. Um, and similarly, uh, Daniel McKee Jackson, I, you know, listen, Empire of Sin is a management game about running a, a crime, you know, thing and like playing lots of XCOM, basically. Um, I don't think their intent was to super accurately represent the man. With that understanding, I think it's okay because it is it is a, a it is a caricature of that of that guy. It is based on him, but it is not trying to be him, really. Mm -hmm. It's the kind of game where you have, you basically have these figures and they get special abilities that are over-exaggerations of what they were known for in real life. <sighs> so where to begin? Um, 
I'll go ahead and say that I have my eyes on Baron Bunny as a potential cut. Not because <sighs> she isn't cool, but because she's basically a attack slash emote. <laughs> okay, so Baron Bunny, Usagi Hakushaku, if you will, if you're feeling dirty, mm-hmm. nasty, I am. Um, is the uh, is the primary uh, ability of of a character from from Genshin Impact of Amber. What she does is she throws out like uh, a like uh, a little like chibi bunny girl that looks like a sort of like a, a cartoonish version of her that stands and dances in place and then explodes. Uh, it also acts as like a decoy. It'll bait people into attacking it, and then if they attack it, it explodes early. Um, and then you can get various, you know, like you can upgrade it, and it'll have new behaviors and stuff. Um, and one of the great joys of this game is is switching to Amber and just running around and just like not even in fights, just like you're walking through town and you find a nice vista and you're like, I wish I was spending it here with someone. Usagi Hakshaku, let's dance! <laughs> and you toss him up on the little ledge and he dances with you as you're staring over the vista and then he explodes. Uh, I guess we can cut Baron Bunny, but Baron Bunny is my favorite thing about Genshin Impact. <laughs> yeah, that is like I'm currently looking at a GIF of Baron Bunny right now. And mesmerizing, just, <laughs> mesmerizing stuff. <laughs> just an absolute like. Gosh, I wish Baron Bunny was my friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, great, great friend, great pal. Um, but but yeah, we we have uh, higher priorities here i think yes i think it's interesting that you singled out whisk of the robot um duo and cook serve delicious three instead of like including them as a, a pair well i mean i mean first of all it's best new character not characters so i don't think i you know I could just say, like, do you want me to put the cast of 13 Sentinels on here? It just doesn't feel like in the spirit of things to have both of them. Um, if I'm going to pick one of the two, I'm going to pick Whisk over Cleaver. Um, I think there's a, they have, like, there's a lot of the same, like, like things you can say for them. Um, they're voice acted by two different, like, YouTubers. Um, they're voice acted by, um, I believe Whisk is the one that is uh, Nega Oryx. And then Cleaver is um, Havanarama. I could have that backwards. I apologize if I do. Um, and the thing that is amazing is, like, first of all, influencers voice acting characters pretty much always sucks. It does not here. They do an incredible job. But also those two are actually friends in real life. And it makes the chemistry of those two characters out of control. <laughs> Uh, it's, they are so funny together. There's like, they have different, you know, like end quotes. There's one that just sticks in my mind, um, where it's like, they, they comment on how you did for the level. Right. Um, and you finish and Whisk is like, excellent. Wow. Amazing job, chef. I couldn't have done it better myself. And Cleaver's like, I mean, you can't cook. And there's this long silence. And then Cleaver comes back like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't, though. She really can't. <laughs> and Whisk is like, it's so hurtful. It's just the the chemistry and the writing and just it it, it sounds like friends talking. It doesn't sound like dialogue. Um, Whisk is the one that is sort of like like friendly and adventurous 
and and uh and and very funny and i i would have a hard time seeing this list without whisk whisk makes like if it were not for a whisk and cleaver i don't think cooks of delicious three would be a very good game it would be all right but those two just make that game sing also i think whisk sings at one point <laughs> yeah that, that sounds about right <laughs> Um, I, I am digging their character design. I'm not terribly familiar with Cook Serve Delicious, but I am digging Whisk's like character design as a they're robots, right? Yeah. 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 They are um they are like medical robots that at the start of the game they pull you out of the wreckage of your of the second Cook Serve Delicious restaurant, which was hit by stray artillery fire. As, um as so you they do. pull you out. Yeah, they pull you out with their ambulance, and they're like, holy shit, you're the cooks of Delicious Chef. And Whisk is like, I have a great idea. Why don't we turn our ambulance into a food truck? And Cleaver's like, we're absolutely not doing that. And then, you know, cut, and they've done it, right? It's one of those. That's it's great. great. I love that. Uh, <laughs> I think I think, I think, think Whisk stays for now, because, like, Whisk just sounds like an, in- like, it already sounds like um, Cooks Serve Delicious is this fun game, and, like, Whisk sounds like an injection of just a really fun injection. I actually am going to nominate uh, Raymond for um, for cutting. Okay. Raymond is a great Animal Crossing villager. He's very charming. He's got a great sense of style. He's very friendly. The thing about Animal Crossing, though, is that there are like archetypes that every character falls into. And so Raymond pretty much just talks like every other character of his archetype. Yeah, yeah like... You'll go up to them in their dialogue for I'm making you a new um, recipe is going to be the same as every other character like him, except he'll have his signature catchphrase thrown in somewhere. Mm -hmm. His signature catchphrase is pretty good, though. He's he's great. Yeah, like as a character, like, so like Raymond kind of started a... (laughs) like if you for a while on twitter if you put in raymond in boxes you would be flooded in your dms of people trying to get raymond to come to their village like Mm. it is it's kind of madness um that was inspired by raymond and i think like he has a pretty extra design he has uh heterochromia idrium which is like I don't think there are any other characters that have that. Um, and also, he just looks like a business cat, but people had a lot of fun putting him in the maid outfit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking at the description on this uh, Nookopedia. I love the sentence, as of the release of New Horizons, he is the only smug cat in the series. <laughs> right, because he's part of the smug architect archetype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and he's, yeah, he's, he's charming, he's friendly, he's got great style, um, he's very agreeable. You know, the smug, uh, personality type is sort of derived from, like, data mining. It's not actually a very accurate description of their behavior. He's actually, like, smug would suggest that they're aloof. He is extremely not. He's just a good, classy friend. Um, but yeah, he is, he is just a smug villager with some, some great style. 
Um, I, I will say, like, I have not seen a fervor for an Animal Crossing character quite like I've seen the fervor for Raymond. I mean, Marshall also was pretty was was like second to Raymond in 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 the the fervor. Um, Marshall, the uh, the smug squirrel. <laughs> also, um, not really a character you can bring into your village as in living there, but at some point, Isabel doing anything would cause people to go fucking wild. Yeah, Isabel is wonderful. Isabel is She's... pretty great. Isabel yeah. is so good, I accidentally broke a couch. That is true. <laughs> Excuse me? Okay, okay so... God, let me tell the story. This is my goof up. <laughs> So I was at this, I was at, we were at the apartment and it was like a Nintendo Direct and it was the Direct in which Isabel was announced for Smashed and I got so excited that I accidentally jumped up and down and broke the couch. I love Isabel and she's fun to play as in Smash, but we had to get I just, hang on, hang on. There is a new character who actually has some personality like some unique personality though. Oh yeah. Flick is new. <gasps> Flick, that's right. Oh yeah. Flick is so good. Flick is really good. <laughs> Flick is Okay, so Flick is a insect collecting artist who is trying to basically getting you to trying to commission her for her next piece. Uh it's him. Him? Okay. Yeah, it's him. Mm-hmm. Him. Okay. Sorry. I it's been a minute since I played Animal Crossing, but Flick is Flick shows up, I think, once a month for the bug catching contest. And just it's Flick is great. Like also, whenever, also will just randomly show up um just some some days just to look for look for bugs for inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really great because Flick is Flick is here to replace Nat. Nat is the previous like bug off person, and Nat was a frog who's like catch catch bugs so I can eat them. And it's like okay, sure, that makes sense, right? But Flick is like, no, you you don't understand. I need these. This I mosquito. Just... This mosquito <laughs> is gonna allow me to unlock my artistic potential. <laughs> the this bugs represent transformation, and I will transcend through the inspiration. Am I really? responding to the beauty of this bug i don't think i am yeah this whole thing's like hey support independent artists <laughs> and it's like okay yeah flick reminds me of someone that like i see on twitter posting their thing and it's like hey i should really commission that person sometime so i can give them money so they can continue doing what they're doing and i get something cool out of it in response the quote on the animal crossing wiki for flick is they reflect a sully world yet retain their own beauty i am bewitched by those compound eyes also and this is more of a fan canon thing he's boyfriends with the beaver guy oh with cj yeah yeah i can see it i mean cj they refer to each other as partner oh yeah so and live together so i think it's fine (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um cj is pretty great like just briefly i don't think cj stays on this list but like cj is a selfie obsessed fishy uh fishing enthusiast who's like just trying to like take selfies with your fish but yeah it's a lot of fun like 
CJ is just a joy to be around, but Flick is probably like the best special visitor like in the game series. <laughs> yeah. I think if I'd gotten further, Leah would have more of a shot on this list. I can tell there's some shit going on with Leah. Um but Crosscode is a long game and I haven't gotten a lot of reveals, I'm pretty sure. Um Leah is the main character of Crosscode. Um she so Crosscode is like another one of those like games, you know, like stuck in an MMO, right? Um but here's the thing. Uh Leah can't talk. Leah gets like as the game goes on, like the explanation is like, oh yeah, this happens sometimes. People just like the they're like the the basically the game's interface for their voice gets broken, right? Um And so Leah, as the game goes on, like gets access to words. Like she has uh, a person who's doing programming, adding stuff on the fly. And not only is that like a really fun conceit as to why you can't just like, you know, why the plot goes the way it does, because you can't just, you know, like talk your way out of a lot of situations. There are also just some really funny moments where like, for example, her first word is high, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And she's talking to the programmer. The programmer's going on and on. And finally is like, what do you think? And she makes this like, like extremely annoyed face and says, hi. And he's like, oh, right. That's all you can say. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's um, pretty fun. The way she expresses with her extremely limited vocabulary combined with like facial expressions is always really funny. She's really excited. And I think she's an AI. I think that's the reveal I'm going to get. It seems like she's an AI. Okay. Because there's a point where it's like, okay, you've played enough log off for the day. And the game just fades to black and fades back up. She doesn't log off. She's just gone for a minute. And also, she can't talk. And also, she doesn't know who she is. I think she's an AI. Yeah. It's cool. But I haven't played enough of the game. Sure. Yeah. I'm going to talk a little bit about Crimson Acid because uh, I don't think that she should go. It's just um, one of the few characters on here that I have some experience with. (laughs) Um, Crimson Acid is in Paradise Killer. Um, She's basically a lady with a goat head. And her whole thing is that um, she's more or less the face of Paradise. Like, she's contracted for all these different model gigs and promotions and things like that. And... It was mostly for a thing that wasn't, uh, well, it's not really a role that she wanted to take on. Like, at some points, the goat head thing kind of happened to her. And Paradise, like the, the powers that be within Paradise decided, hey, you know what? People seem to think you're really cool and really hot, which she is really cool and really hot. <laughs> um, so we're going to use you to advertise all of our shit. <laughs> And she's not very happy with that. So she spends a lot of her time, like, selling secrets on the side and uh, a decent amount of time flirting with uh, Lady Love Dies, too. Yeah. um, She is another... She is a character where I... um, At the end of the game, you can recruit her to join, basically. You're you're rebuilding your detective agency. Um, And that's cool. It is another... Uh, problem of the um it is another problem of the game with i've talked about how you can't 
convict people except for you can exile them or kill them, right? Mm-hmm. And Acid has some more involvement in the things going on than she should. You should be able to punish her for the fact that she kind of got someone murdered. <laughs> and she also knew about other murders, basically, and didn't say anything. Um, there should be some consequence for that. And I think it is I think it is a bad thing for her character that, that never gets... That you can't do anything with that. Even if you decide to kill her or um, convict her, or I mean, exile her, the way that stuff is written is they don't have a you don't make specific ac- accusations you just sort of go like i know you were involved somehow goodbye and so you don't get any development with that um and i think that's a that's a flaw yeah that's a shame cuz yeah uh listen i do want you on my agency but i think you need to spend a couple of months thinking about what you did first cuz you did fuck up yeah Uh, I say we can remove Sakuna, maybe? Yeah, Sakuna was, like, she was okay. Like, I- I, I think she's great, but it's just that she's a, she's a character I've, you know, I've seen before in anime. Yeah, she's kind of, like, she is kind of a bratty princess type, and then has to go into a rough situation and grow rice in this field, and she has to experience hard work for the first time in her life. And that is a well-established character. Not to say that Sakuna of Rice and Ruin like does a interesting like it's still interesting. It's still fun to play as Sakuna, but I think it's it's well-worn territory. And I think the thing that really makes it special to me, though again not on this list, not like not a, not a top contender, is the way that I mean I played in Japanese and what I saw of the English. They don't carry this over to the English voice acting, which I find upsetting because it's one of the things i really liked is the way that once she gets involved with gardening all the stuff involved with her like her her farming and and growing crops she instantly gets like a a different like tone to her voice and gets almost maternal about her plants in a way that i think is really sweet um but you don't see that side of her in the english version which is uh which is too bad yeah yeah that's a shame we've already cut raymond right uh yes, I forgot to do it, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. Just wanted okay. to make sure just wanted to make sure our list was in order. So Daniel McKee Jackson. Yes. Um is a he's a um a funeral director and a humanitarian. That is true from real life as well. This is this is but in the talking in the context of the game, the way he's framed in the game is this is a guy who is trying to do everything he can to help the lower class people of Chicago, right? Right. Uh he is he is a he is a black man, a tall black man who is like I'm going to help the downtrodden of this city and I'm going to do it by working with politicians and working with, you know, the mafia if I have to and getting my hands dirty because that's the only way I'm going to make real change around here. Um, and it seems like the game, like, I mean, the game is fairly, like, like I don't want to say open world. There are, like, story missions and stuff. But, like, I don't know that this game is trying to necessarily tell a singular story. Mm-hmm. But to what extent it is, it seems like it's kind of trying to talk about how in pursuit of, of making chicago a better place he's sort of like falling into darkness or something which i don't really that part doesn't really do it for me what does do it for me is the fact that 
uh, he's a fucking he's a fucking mob boss who owns a funeral parlor. So don't worry about the bodies; he'll take care of it. And he's like seven feet tall, and he it like talks with a like a professional but dismissive tone of everyone. And his character's special ability is just called last rites, and he just pulls out his pistol and just shoots everyone until he's out of ammo. That's um, pretty cool. <laughs> he's sick. His voice acting is is really great. He has a he has a really cool voice. His animations are great, and like he is, you know, like he starts out buddy buddy with the mayor, and he's like, he's sort of like secretly like the mayor is a piece of shit, but he has power and he can help people, so I'm gonna work with him. Like he comes across as a good dude in a way that is really cool for a game called Empire of Sin, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he seems like the kind of person who's like the way that I'm going, if I can't destroy capitalism, the best thing I can do is exploit rich people to get money to help poor people. Um, he's pretty cool. That said, he is a faction leader in a strategy game. He's not crazy deep. Right. Mm-hmm. So like I could these see characters, going. these characters by design have to be a little like more flash than substance. Uh, purely for, like gesture's sake, I'd like to eliminate Lady Zhurong before him, because mm-hmm. they do less with her. She's a cool fire goddess lady who's gonna who's gonna push these fucking colonizers out of her land, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel McKee Jackson see. has more going on, but right, but both can go. Right. Okay. Um. Let's see. Jen, tell us about Henry Division. So Henry Division is the initial suspect for the killer for the murders in Paradise Killer, and his whole situation is pretty fucked. Like, um, he's been imprisoned in this hellish uh, part corner of the island for a long time, and uh, uh, I just want to say here we are certainly going to get into spoilers. Yes, because. <laughs> he's not necessarily entirely well the thing is with any murder mystery where you already have a subject a suspect going in obviously he's not the one you're looking for but he is pretty pivotal in figuring out a lot of what's happening and also like he's just in a really bad situation, and and he's one of the few characters where his anger towards you is completely justified, because, mm-hmm. like, he has sigils all over his body that are burning constantly, he's not in control entirely, and you're over here waltzing in, asking questions for a crime that you've already been pinned for. So, he just spends a lot of time telling you to go fuck yourself, and... It, every time he did that, I was like, you know what? Fair. I totally understand that this is a hellish situation for you. And it kind of makes it like, like there's, there is no good answer as Lady Love dies to his, like his anger. Because if you think about it from his perspective, like there's a, there's a conversation where he's like, hey, so this whole thing you've got going on where you kidnap us like normal people from a different world and make the, make us like worship your fucking gods until you decide to kill us all to sacrifice our blood to them is incredibly fucked up. And if you say, no, it's not, then you're, you know, then you clearly don't think of them as human, right? Mm-hmm. And if you say, you're right, it does. And, it's, and he's like, but you fucking do it anyway. What is wrong with you? Like, Henry is the most 
like set upon person. He's the only like non-ghost citizen that you get to talk to. And it's like, man, everything about your life sucks and none of it is your fault. Like he, you do he, the only thing, ultimately the only crime he is really responsible for out of all the murders and everything he's been accused of, he didn't kill anyone. What he did do is he did summon a demon and he's like, what the fuck else was I supposed to do? Do you know how boring it is to live in your fucking gated communities and wait to be murdered? Like, yeah. Like <laughs> what they, what humans get when they're brought over here is they have to participate in worship. They have to go work at the factories. And when the designers of the Island for whatever reason are like, you know what? I think it's time for a new Island. Let's murder everyone. And you go see the like the the area where they do the ritual slaughter the like the the ziggurat, and it's just like like pools and pools and pools of blood. And when I say pools, I don't mean like you know like oh there's a wet spot on the floor. I'm talking about like filling bathtubs with blood, just everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's a really pretty <laughs> it's a pretty intense sight. And if it wasn't for the neon surrounding everything else, it'd probably be more gross than it is i had a really hard time getting through that section and like i think i should i think that was that was very effective but it was really like up until that point you're just kind of like do to do i'm solving mysteries do to do hmm, these people seem like they have issues and you're like jesus fucking christ <laughs> um i really feel strongly about henry division yeah i was gonna say it's like who would you rather keep on the list? Like Crimson Acid or Henry Division? Not to say that two characters from the same game can't be on the list. Um, I just feel like, you know, it might looking, be. Looking at the list we have right now, Henry Division is my front runner. I could totally see um, arguing for Henry Division, yeah, because it's like. Even in the situation of you, like, helping him out out of being accused of this, it's like, well, what's going to happen to him now? Nothing good. <laughs> yeah, like, and, 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 like, contrary to Crimson Acid, the, like, the, the, like, the epilogue, like, the last little bit, the interactions with him are great, right? Because with Crimson Acid, as I say, it's like, she, she is guilty of some stuff and there's no clean way to resolve that. Uh, one, Henry isn't really guilty of anything. And two, even then, even if you just decide, the actions you can take, one, you can't exile him because he's not immortal like the rest of you. That doesn't make any sense. You can kill him or you can walk away. And both choices, like, honestly, if you kill him, that's almost doing him a favor because he's about to get murdered to be sacrificed to gods anyway. He's like, when you go up to him, he's like, so I guess you found your killer. Congratulations. Doesn't help me one goddamn iota. Uh, it's so, it, it is so good to have this character who is like basically, basically like angrily faultless stuck in the middle of this system. It does so much for the game. Yeah. And it, it, it's really hammers home the whole message of the game, just in terms of like, you're an individual working within a horrific system and there's nothing the two of you together can really do 
to resolve it, especially you, since you're acting as a extension of said system. So having a situation where, like, in almost every other game, uh, getting a guilty person off would be... Like, well, getting an innocent person um, out of any charges would be considered, like, a joyous moment. But here it's like, well, there's not really going to be any happy ending to this either way. There's and... no Phoenix Wright confetti going to rain down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Henry is still fucked. Though the way that the judge acts, <laughs> or the, whatever their official... Um... I mean, judge is her name, so... Yeah, yeah. The way that Judge acts, maybe she's just setting off confetti in her head because <laughs> she just has a hard-on for this, the, the whole system. <laughs> she, she really does. I There is a part of me that wants to, like, I almost want to replay the game and then at the end just shoot everyone except for Henry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because be everyone funny. sucks. I, I have made multiple saves, like, before the trial, so I feel like that there's definitely some playing around you could do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh... and, and, and then you'd go to Henry, and, like, probably they haven't written dialogue for it, but if they did, he'd be like, great, do you feel like you've eased your fucking guilty conscience? Like, this still you still have not helped me. Literally nothing you have done, or not that you could do. I'm sure there's theoretically things Lady Love dies that could help Henry, she is not capable of thinking that way. Yeah, and as much as she has experience uh, getting tricked by um, devils in the past, it's not to the same degree that Henry has been used by devils at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sounds like a very, very strong contender for our top three. Okay, yeah. in yeah. that case, I'm comfortable cutting Crimson Acid as much as I love her. Okay. Um, I think we should cut Arakawa because Yakuza gonna Yakuza. Um, Arakawa is the... Um, at the start of Yakuza Like a Dragon, Yakuza 7, you're playing as Ichiban, and you are like a, a, a nice kid who's working for the Yakuza for complicated... Re- basically because of Arakawa. Arakawa is the boss of the family... He, um, when you were young and like just a, just a random thug, you, uh, fucked with some Yakuza and were going to get murdered and you name dropped him just because you had heard his name around and heard that he was scary. And he showed up. He obviously had no idea who you were, but pretended he did and cut off a finger to save you. Um, and then afterwards he just treats you like, like his son, basically, right? Like he's just this like hard ass motherfucker, former hitman, been through a ton of shit in his life but who just, who who finds good people and is just going to do anything to protect them. And then a Yakuza story has to happen, so he shoots you. And it just doesn't feel earned. And I know the game is going to get around and explain it, and I've heard the explanation, and guess what? It's some fucking Yakuza plot bullshit. It's not great. So, right. I think if he were literally only there in the opening thing of the game... I would put him in the top three. I think what they do with him after that is still enjoyable, but kind of squanders the 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 power of that character, who's this just this like this guy who's been through so much pain that he just wants to look out for others. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've heard I've heard some things about Arakawa, and it definitely feels like 
this is definitely also well-worn like territory for the yakuza franchise yeah like they have a habit of introducing shocking twists near the beginning that Mm -hmm. uh don't really pan out like uh i guess i shouldn't say any because kyrie wants to play through them but i mean yakuza 3 starts by being like turns out there's a duplicate of your dad and you're like, is it a clone? Is it? Is he back from the dead? Is it an imposter? And you're like, I don't care. The answer is going to be incredibly stupid. <laughs> right. Yeah, and it turns out the answer is incredibly stupid. Ta-da! Right. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was the example I was thinking of, so thanks, Sex. I mean, that one's, I, that one's fine. I don't think it's particularly spoilery. Yeah. It, as long it, as we don't okay give the answer to, to the riddle, then it's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. So, it's a shame that Yakuza having to do a Yakuza twist ruined a really amazing character. And not even ruined, it just made it not not top material. Um, right. We should okay. talk, let's talk a little about Pauline. So, Pauline Bonaparte is the brother, uh, or not sister. brother, sister. <laughs> Why am I going, I was... You're bad with gender today. Yeah, I'm bad with it. I've always been bad with gender. Let's be real, dog. Uh, I'm actually, I'm a cat. You're bad with species, too. I'm bad with species. Holy shit. <laughs> um, Pauline Bonaparte is the sister of Napoleon Bonaparte in this, in Banner of the Maid, which is a take on the French Revolution. Mm-hmm. And I haven't gotten terribly far into it, but Pauline seems like a really, really fun character. She is a commander uh, who has her special ability, her like her maid ability is to um, power up other units. And she is in the story kind of is like, I've only really scratched the surface of this, but it's really wrestling with her like insecurity about being a commander and thinking about like, am I really capable of being able to put other people's lives on the line? Mm-hmm. And but like, no, Pauline they, is cool. They do a good job of like, not like Mary suing her. Right. Where like, she is not as good as Napoleon. She just isn't right. Um, right. But being like second only to Napoleon is still pretty fucking good. Um, and like, she has, this she has interesting like stuff in the story of her like engaging with the different um parties like you know the loyalists and the populists and all that stuff um the jacobists and all that um and she's just like she does this really good you know like an officer and a lady situation that i think is really is really cool she's a good character um Unfortunately, I don't think she's going to... If we're doing a top three, I think we cut her. If we're doing a top four, then great, but... I think I think I don't have enough information on Pauline to like say either way. I think she's cool. I want to play more of the game. I think she is a compelling character. Um, I think that... You're right. Like They don't make her a total Mary Sue, as it were. Um... And they make her interesting in her own ways. I appreciated like the the genuine insecurity that she has mm-hmm. uh, about being a commander, like, and how she has to like find the confidence to like be a military commander. 
on the other hand, you do get basically like it's it does feel a little too Fire Emblem where like you get introduced to a new person. They're like, I don't know who's this young upstart doing giving the commands. And then like, you know, the mission ends and Pauline's like, oh, I'm so tired and like goes to sleep. Everyone's like, wow, that girl's something else. You know, it's pretty tried and true. Tried and true. I think Pauline is cool. And if when I play more of the game, I imagine that uh, this will be a backlog star for me mm. in 2021 um, because I already like what I see. But I think Pauline is, I don't think she is as strong of a character as the other three we have on our list. Um, before we finalize the list, I just thought of the last minute potential situation. But... A last minute ringer. <laughs> But it's more of something that I want to ask uh, Six and Kyrie. Um, do you think that uh, Impa in Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity um, is worth consideration? I thought about her, and I don't think that it's in this... I... It's an interesting interpretation of Impa. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like we've seen the Impa character before. I and we've think, also seen this Impa before. Yes. I think I think what they did mechanically with her is really cool. And I think she got her props in another category. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a thing where it's like because she is the same one from Breath of the Wild, it's weird as far as the mechanics of our of our category. And then even if we were to add her, it's like she's an insecure, cute ninja girl. That's good, but it's not that exceptional. Right. Okay. Yeah. I still haven't gotten around to that game, so I figured I would just ask, in, just in case one of those characters uh, seemed like they were good to add here. Impa is still... Impa is cool, and I think she got her due in the best new um, action game character mm-hmm. category. Okay. Um. But yeah, I think... Three or four? I think it's three. I think it's we have our list of Whisk of Henry Division and Flick yeah. with Henry Division as the winner. I there's a part of me that wants Pauline to make the list, but I I just don't think it's probably the right answer. And yeah, I I do, I do think of those three, I support Henry Division taking the win. Yeah, this went in a slightly unexpected direction, but uh, I'm completely happy with Henry as our winner here too. Uh, and I think if Henry were here right now, he would say, oh, you gave me a fucking award? Thanks. This doesn't change shit, asshole. <laughs> yeah, you piece of dog shit. <laughs> I definitely want to play Paradise Killer because this character sounds really fun. There's a lot of really fun characters in that game. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are not, like, part of the reason there aren't more Paradise Killer characters on here is a lot of them are just, like, tropes you've seen before, and they're fun. But like, I mean, what are we gonna say about Sam Daybreak? He's a, he's a he's a like a chill bartender. Yeah, nice. he, he's a chill <laughs> he's a chill bartender with an assassin past, much like Sam in Burn Notice. <laughs> he's uh he he fell in love with someone, and his love was so strong that even when he died, it just burned away his skin, and he became a skeleton man. That's he likes cool. to talk about how much he likes drinks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, Henry Division from Paradise Killer. You're the winner of Best New Character. I did not expect this going in, but I'm very happy with it. Uh, runners-up, Whisk from Cook Serve Delicious 3 and Flick 
from Animal Crossing. Uh, honor to be nominated. Bunch of great characters this year. Um, mostly from games that I played. Uh, pour one out for Baron Bunny. Pour one out for Baron Bunny. Don't pour it on Baron Bunny because Baron Bunny will immediately explode. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all yeah. right, only two categories left for us to record. We'll see you for those. But until we do, peace out. See ya. Later. <laughs>